Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. W-T-L-H Time! W. T L. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W T L. And welcome back, everybody, to W T L. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. The Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back. Oh, man. We're back in a big way. And yes, once sir. again, we got a full slate here. Yeah. I mean, we, we got golf. We got horse racing. Yeah. The Preakness. <laughs> the Preakness. NBA playoffs. Man, they are heating up. They and, are. Uh, your Lakers stumbled a little bit there. A little bit. But we'll get it. We'll, we'll get, we'll, it. We'll we'll get, get into, into that. It. And, of course, we're going to talk a little Major League Baseball. Got to. Some future and odds coming our way here. But let's start with the 2023 PGA Championship that's beginning here today from Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. You're going to see number one John Rahm square off against the world number two players like Scotty Scheffler, of course, they're at the yep. top of the list, along with a lot of other notable golfers at the Going for the Wanamaker? Wanamaker, Wanamaker trophy? trophy? Is that what you call yes, that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, and, uh, like always, you got just... Stacked at the top. Yeah, the odds uh, show that and how close they are. Uh, and you got Scheffler going for the first back-to-back major win since Jordan Spieth. Can he do it? John Robin Company might have something to say about that. Yeah, I think so. And like you said, it's John Robin and Scotty Scheffler are both at plus 750 to win, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Rory's right behind him at plus 1,300. And then uh, Xander, you know, kind of brings it up with the last guy mm-hmm. in contention there at mm-hmm. plus 1,700. Where I want to start off with is a little of my dark horse picks, Andy. Okay, yeah, some uh, long shots. My, my first one that I really, really think has a good shot this weekend is at plus 3,200 Cameron oh, Young. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for Cameron. a dark horse outside 30 to 1, we start, I start, mm-hmm. Cameron Young. He's from New York, the 2022 yeah. PGA Tour okay. Rookie of the Year, ranks third on tour in driving distance, and has three top finishes in the past four starts in majors. So this guy is not scared of the big moment. It's okay. on his home turf, all that kind of stuff. With his off the tee and strong iron play from distance, yeah. make him the threat. A good week on approach and you know some better putting around the green. Uh, this could be a really solid week for him and get him into I've, that contention to play. I've noticed that with golfing. If you can putt <laughs> a little bit better around the green, you're going <laughs> to yeah. get a better score. No doubt. Uh, with Cameron Young, he also has a new caddy. And experts are saying, everyone's out there saying, this is going to help this guy quite a bit. And of course, everyone knows about his length off the tee and the way that that could play at Oak Hill if he can keep it on the fairway. I like that. 30-1, to that's what you're saying? Plus 3,200 right now to take down the tournament. You know, these are kind of out there obviously. They're you know, yeah, it, yeah. it's hard to win a golf tournament, but you uh, you got you got to throw a little bit of money yeah. on somebody. Um, my my real long shot is Wyndham Clark at a plus seventy five hundred. Andy Wyndham Clark, yeah. he, he's okay. a top fifteen in par four efficiency from four fifty to five hundred yards. 
And with his recent win at the Wells Fargo Championship, mm-hmm. uh, I just think he's kind of riding high right now. So I like Wyndham Clark at a plus 7,500. Those are my two kind of okay. you know out there plays. Plus 32 with Cameron Young, plus 7,500 uh, 7, with Wyndham Clark. I'm going to bring up a couple of my guys. Yeah. Uh, I always talk about these guys, and it, it fits your, your long shot profile here. Go. DJ. Dustin DJ. Johnson, yes, twenty-five sir. to one. Crazy. That is that is crazy. That's unbelievable value for a player like that. Yeah. He shouldn't be at twenty-five to one odds. Uh, it's just like I I don't get it. It's like, did he do bad? Did he hurt someone's feelings? Are the odds makers <laughs> just not liking the guy? It, it's is it because he's on the live tour? It could be that. I yeah. Well, whatever. I'm betting with my money, not my preference. If he's on the PGA, yeah. Or playing with the Saudis in Arabia. Yeah, I agree. I, like, I don't I care. Agree. Give me a break on that. And then of course. I'm, I'm going to dial this one in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, do it. Ricky Fowler. Ricky! Top five. Yeah. I, I'm just, I, all I want is a top five finish, and on a lot of books, I'm getting 12 to 1 odds on that. Uh, he's been outside the, the top 20 as far as finishes only once in his past seven starts. Give me Ricky Fowler all day with that top five finish. Yeah, Ricky Fowler plus 1,100 right now on DraftKings Sportsbook there we go. as a top five finish. So I really like those odds like you're talking about, Andy. A couple other ones that you kind of have to look at as you know, top five picks is mm-hmm. you know Rory sitting at a plus 320 right now. Plus, John, one, plus 140 top 10. Exactly. Rory. Yeah. Exactly. That's really that's really good. Uh, a really uh, one that I really want to get out of my chest right now is Tony Fina. Now there we is go. at a plus twenty two hundred take down this tournament. I think he should yeah. be. I, he's going to be in contention. This yeah. guy is playing so well right now, mm-hmm. and he's at a plus four hundred for top five and a plus two hundred for top ten. I think top ten's a lock for Tony this week. So that plus two hundred is pretty much free money the way I'm looking at it. But that plus twenty two hundred is right for the taking, just because that is such a good value play for the, how Tony is playing right now. He already has four wins on the tour, correct? Just one in Mexico, and he's top fifteen greens and regulation. <laughs> what more? Uh, top ten finish. I'm looking at here, uh, whether it's Caesars, MGM, uh, yep. plus two ten, plus two twenty. It's crazy. Top 10. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Give me Tony Finau all day. Okay, so now I got to, oh boy. So I'm going Ricky <laughs> Fowler. You talked me into Rory. I think he just, you know, he had an off, he had an off tournament. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, last one we talked about, and that'll happen. Hey. Uh, but he's going to bounce back. He's Rory. There, there right? is. He's Rory. He needs to win one of these. He, he, he really does have to win one of these majors this year, I think, just to kind of keep people at bay. Yeah. Um, you really one that not a lot of people are talking about, Andy. That is shining to me as well at the top of the list is plus twenty one hundred for Brooks Kepka, another one of the live guys. <laughs> hey, that you that, nailed that last time. Exactly, you brought up Brooksy and he came through. Exactly, and and I feel like one of these live guys has to take one of these down as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it could be Brooks, it could be DJ, but the way you know. Brooks is always at the top of the list yeah. here. Oh yeah, it's hard not to talk about him. So yep. I, I I like that as well. Yeah, I, I I don't think you can argue with old Brooks Kepka there. He's another one of the go, those guys that I mean, he goes through a bad stretch and then everyone forgets about him. Yeah, and that seems to be where he's most comfortable. I, I really think so. Where he get where he gets back into stride. All right, you want to talk a little favorites? Yeah, favorites. I mean, you I mean, you look no further than freaking John Rahm. Yeah, best player in the world. Scotty Scheffler, like you said, coming off a major win. Mm-hmm. Can he go back to back? It's very hard to do yep. that. Obviously, I think John Rahm does have a little bit of the advantage on this course. 
Obviously, they're calling it ROM mode. ROM He's mode. in ROM mode. He's going right ROM now. mode. Yeah, bring out the Dodge <laughs> ROM. Uh, but no, I really think that John ROM is the is the top favorite at yeah. plus seven fifty. Yep. I just don't think that's good enough value, Andy, for to nah. take down a whole tournament. It is tough because uh, I mean, like when when you're looking at golfers like DJ Brooks, Tony Finau, and you're getting so much more value, yeah. it's hard to throw a whole bunch of money at plus seven fifty right. when you can take just as good as golfer and get plus. Three thousand. Yeah, Tony Fino. Right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, to your point. Uh, but I do feel that he should be, and he is the overall favorite. He no just doubt. looks unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, just running away with things. I mean, and it doesn't matter if he plays a a, a tough round in the you know on Thursday or exactly. Friday. Exactly. Bounce back. He, so good. Oh man, you, you just always know he's there. Yeah. And, and as we saw with Tiger Woods over you know a fifteen year, ten year span. As long as he's within like five, six, seven strokes, he's there. Come Sunday, he's there. Exactly. And I, I just feel that's the way John Rahm's playing. And, and right I'm now. just looking down PGATour.com at you know the experts, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and who they're picking. Three mm-hmm. of them pick John Rahm. Yeah. Uh, Scotty's got one. Xander's got one. Justin Thomas has one. So it it it's a unanimous decision across the world of golf that John Rahm should be the favorite mm-hmm. and is the favorite to win this major. Hey, here's some. You know, we're we're also on ESPN Tri Cities. Yeah. Shout out to ESPN Tri Cities Radio. All of the folks out in Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings area there. For sure. Uh, Tori Barron, a writer for ESPN.com, he agrees with you. Brooks Kepka is his winner. There you He's go. He's as the winner, and he uh, he actually compares him to Billy Madsen here. Wow. When he says, "Now you're all in big trouble," he yeah. feels like that's what Kepka's saying. Now that he <laughs> is healthy, I guess he was. A little under the weather and also had a back problem. Uh, I guess he's all healed up now and ready to go, ready to wreak havoc at Oak Hill. Then I believe him, Andy. Yeah, you got to, right? I do. It's the mothership. It's the Um, mothership. Do I have time for a parlay, Andy? Yes, you do. Okay. So right now, DraftKings Sportsbook, plus 1,600, Scotty Scheffler, top five finish, Patrick Cantley, top 10 finish, Tony Finau, top 20 finish. Top 20? Just those three have to hit those marks. It's a plus 1600 right now. I think that's a very, very good bet. You know, I'm just going to put 20 bucks on this, Andy, uh-huh. and that will return 340. <laughs> I think that's very good value. Yes. All these guys are very capable of doing this. Scotty, obviously a top five player. Patrick Canley, Always in the top 10. And then, like we said, Tony Finau might win this tournament, yes. let alone get top 20. So right. I really like this bet. Plus 1,600, put 20 on it, return 340. Hey, I'm, you are the parlay pounder. <laughs> You'd almost feel ripped off if you didn't give us a parlay. Exactly. Play. Exactly. For I the had PGA. to. I had to. The PGA Championship. Yeah. Oak Hill starting today through Sunday. Run down those three guys one more time for that parlay. Play. That parlay is Scotty Scheffler at a top five, Patrick Cantley at a top ten, and Tony Finau top twenty at a plus sixteen hundred, putting twenty on it to win three forty. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's a good one. It sounds good. <laughs> Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying the smooth, easy drinking Ale Storm. Yes, the official beer of Omaha's AAA baseball team. Crafted with Pilsner malt and Sterling hops, making it the perfect summer baseball beer. I think we can both agree on that. That is correct, Andy. <laughs> Correcto mundo. Yes, it is. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. 
And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class. Enjoy by Gibran. Oh, the party <laughs> powder. Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. Yep. And I mean, you're Gibran. We got to talk about LeBron. LeBron. We got to talk in my namesake. Yes, have to. <laughs> we got to talk NBA playoffs here. Yep. And your Lakers, I mean, they were looking pretty sad, pretty sorry yep. in game one. They were. Western Conference Finals against the Denver Nuggets. But, man, did they come back and they had an opportunity on the road. Yep. And that says a lot. That first quarter, they were down 37 to 25. Correct. Andy, th- this was. And I think a lot of people, I've been li- listening to talk radio, watching TV yeah, yeah. all day, oh, yeah. you know, reviewing this game. I believe that most of these people turn that game off at halftime or maybe even after the first quarter because mm-hmm. a lot of people do not know what happened in the second half of this game and why the Lakers are going to win this series. Hot take. Hot, hot take. take. Hot take. <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying right now it's at a plus plus 207 for the uh, Lakers to win this series, and I do believe that this is going to happen. While th- that being said, I am going to give you – what game two is you know gonna I, gonna do right here? I gave you a little clout, and we retweeted it yeah. on, on on your your you hit a parlay. Yeah, for sure. And it was all LeBron based. King James, <laughs> King James then, on assists, rebounds, points. He hit the overs on all three. You bet the overs, <laughs> of course you did. And the Lakers, oh by the way, they covered by a half point too. It was for six sure. and a half on most books. Closed at six and a half. They closed the gap within six. Yeah. So for all those people that turned the game off at half time. Yeah. The Lakers came storming back and they did end up covering as crazy as that sounds. No, it was crazy because everybody thought this was going to be a 20 point blowout. Mm-hmm. At the end, it, you know, and I can't say that I didn't either, but you you 20 points is not safe, especially in the, the NBA playoffs, nope. especially nope. with how good these teams are offensively, especially the Lakers and the Nuggets. Game one was simply a shooting masterpiece, not by just the Denver Nuggets uh, shooting 50 Five percent from the floor and forty-seven percent from three. Crazy, but not to be outdone by Los Angeles. Kept pace with fifty-five percent shooting, including forty-five percent from beyond the arc. So both offenses were just locked in, especially the Nuggets in the start. Yeah, expect game two. These defensive adjustments made by the Los Angeles Lakers, I believe, are going to carry them to victory in Game 2. They are going to be in (laughs) desperation mode here, Andy. I believe it's going to go under and... That game two, the Lakers going to win. That game two, though, it's in Denver. It's tomorrow. It's on yep. ESPN. Broadcast starts at seven thirty. Although the NBA is pretty relaxed on that. Yeah, it is. Uh, the actual tip off might be closer to seven forty-five. It's crazy. Just the oh. intros and yeah. the commercials, and you know Larry Bird <laughs> coming on, Magic Johnson coming on. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. they yep. just have to go all the way through it. Last night was kind of a hoopla thing with the mm-hmm. NBA uh, uh, lottery. You know, oh yeah, right, the yeah, Spurs yeah. getting the number one pick. Oh, Spurs, yeah. yeah. So they're Once gonna again. they're gonna yeah. add to David Robinson and Tim Duncan. So yep. they got back their number one back to back <laughs> twin towers. But no, I just believe that this is going to, this is do or die for the Lakers. They need to win this game because mm-hmm. if if they just you know well, you know take road games mm-hmm. off 
and went at home, it's going to run out for him. Game seven's going right. to be in no, Denver. No, it's in Denver. And yes. it's going to be tough for him. So I really think they're going to come out. They're, they're the best defensive team in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. I believe they're going to come out, put a little bit more pressure on Joker. Yeah, yeah. And Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic were just crazy last night. They were Hitting crazy yeah. shots, buzzer beaters. 12, uh, 12 for 17 from the field was Jokic. 34 yeah. points, just a cool 34, whatever. And, and he really didn't do anything in the fourth quarter. So huh. literally it was just the first three quarters that he mm-hmm. piled up all that, especially rebounding, Andy. Offensive rebounding yeah. for Denver last night was so crazy that – Anthony Davis and LeBron James are not going to stand for this. They are going to rebound. Mm. It's going to work. The Lakers will win this game. I believe it's going to go under that 227, but take the Lakers. Take that five and a half points right now because it's free. LeBron, you ignorant schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> you even made my case for me. Let's They're out-rebounded 47-30. Yep. Uh, and, and this has been the Lakers all season long. You have a seven-footer in Anthony Davis. Where he's do. like, nah, I don't want to get banged around. I'll get injured anyway. <laughs> he did score 40 points. He did. I will give him that. What 11 for 11 from the free throw line. Yes, sir. Wow. I think this – You and you went over a couple of these fascinating stats, just a, like you said, a immaculate shooting for performance from both teams. I think it spells – Doom for your Lakers. How okay. can they shoot 46% from three-point land and still lose a game? They lost a game by six points, and they shot 46%, 55%, 54.8% from the field. Well, And they still lost. Yeah, for sure. The, the, the trick is not to get down by this much in the first <laughs> half because they won't have to shoot this many three-pointers uh-huh. going forward. So... Th- it isn't an anomaly game for how well both so? teams shot. That's why I think the under is a really good play here. The okay. under okay. two twenty seven, just because yeah. both defenses are going to you know toughen up. It's a feel out game. Game one always an over game in game one. Game two everybody comes in gets uh, gets locked in, and I really believe that okay. is the case for Anthony Davis and LeBron James on the defensive side of the game on. Um, uh, the backboard for sure. All right. Well, you you kind of redeemed yourself with the under bet. <laughs> I like that. I do like go. that a lot because both teams can't just stay hot like that yep. forever. How about the Eastern Conference Finals? Let's do it. Heat versus Celtics. Thriller of a game. He, you know, yeah. Heat winning on the road. On they, already, yep. they already stole it. I think that's kind of leading to this lopsided line Ooh. that we're seeing. <laughs> what, Celtics by nine? Nine-point favorite, minus Whoa. 110 bet right now Whoa. for the Boston Celtics on Friday, May 19th in Boston. 7.30 tip-off, that's going to be on TNT. Yeah. Uh, over-under sitting at 215, which uh, you know went way over in Game 1, 123 to 116. Andy. But like I'm saying, especially with these two teams, they're mm-hmm. supposed to be defensive-minded teams. They're supposed to be. Especially the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler and uh, Bam Adebayo. And then you have Marcus Spart on the other side of the ball trying to you know shadow Jimmy Buckets the mm-hmm. entire time. Jimmy mm-hmm. Buckets came out with 35 points in Game 1, and Jason Tatum had 30 God, on the other he's side. unbelievable. He is. Playoff Jimmy so is good. no joke. Playoff Jimmy is no joke. Um, but I... I, I I do believe that this probably goes over just because that is set so low. Mm-hmm. I believe that 215, especially with the explosive scoring with yeah. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I do think that the plus nine for the Miami Heat is still a good play just that. because 
You, you, there's no quit in this Miami Heat team. They do not get down and just give it away. So that, that I do not believe that they're mm, going to get blown out. I, I don't think so either. And that game one, Tatum had 30 points. Exactly. Jalen Brown, 22. Uh, Marcus Smart, 13th. Uh, you know, like your yeah. stars came out. They played. They played well, just not well good enough to win. Exactly. At home. At home. Well, what's going on? You got us. You got to You got to protect <laughs> home court. And, you know, no, just like we're saying, uh, I, I really think Boston. Boston probably does get this win, Andy. I think they but do too. It's it's going to come down to the wire. Jimmy Butler does it's not be take within. games over. It's yeah. get, but they're going to be within nine. I think plus nine for the Heat is a very good bet. I think the over is the best bet. The plus two fit uh, hmm. two fifteen over. I think <sighs> is is a smacker. Man, you, you do a lot of zigging when people are zagging because for right? sure. And you even you even spelled it out there. You're saying, well, these are two defensive teams taking the over. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree. I agree that it should be that way. But with that line set so low at two fifteen, Andy, okay. uh, I just think. You know, Tatum's going to get his. Jimmy's going to get his. I think over 215 is a play. You know who's kind of been a disappointment? I don't know if it's fair uh, shade to be throwing at the old guy. Al Horford. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's old. He's really old. And he's still, he's still, you know, helping out in spots. But he's just, you're used to seeing him out on the court thinking, yeah. all right, he's going to do what he always does. <laughs> No, the guy's like 80 years old or something like that. I mean, he, he won a couple of chips. 32 minutes. It's I, crazy. I know. I just think of that, that run he had at Florida with those guys. Yeah, back you know, to back. None of those guys are in the league, right? No, no, uh, Brewer's no. gone. Joe, Joe Kim gone. Yeah, yeah Noah's gone. Yeah, but no, it's, for... it's kind of funny. Literally, it seems to me that Boston Miami Heat have the reflection of this player. It's Al Horford and Kevin Love. They're literally the same player, <laughs> yeah. but Boston is playing – Al Horford double the minutes that yeah. the Heat will play Kevin Love. Kevin Love gets you know twenty minutes, sixteen to twenty minutes. Sixteen in game in game one. one. That's yep. what I'm saying. They'll just give him twenty yep. minutes. He comes in, shoots two threes, usually makes them, and then yep. you know if they if they need three point shooting at the end of the game, they bring him in. On the other side, they have Al Horford playing starting <laughs> minutes. You know, uh, you know, just as many minutes as Marcus Smart in game one. That you can't have that with how much. Uh, you know, you, how much, how much tread, tread is yeah, on, the tires. on those tires. So I, I agree with you in this point. When when I hear those, you know, those morning talk shows and, and the national talk shows, yep. and, and they're throwing shade at Horford, I'm like, give the guy a break. Yeah, I mean, gee whiz, what do you expect? Still poured in seven points in 32 minutes. Exactly. Uh, while Kevin Love just plays half that, like you said, he, it's really nice to have a seven footer. With experience that just can come in, shoot a couple of threes, yeah. call it good, give you size, give you size, you know, and give you some instant scoring. And, and when you got offense. Bam and a bio mm-hmm. as the true big man, yep. it, it just complements that because he's got the middle lockdown. Yep. If you got that corner shooter, yep. uh, Le, you know LeBron knew it for years and years and years with Kevin Love. Just have him sit there. He's going to be a weapon. Right. So I really do like Miami Heat to cover here. I think Boston has to get this, yep. so they do win in Boston. Uh, unlike the the Lakers Denver uh, matchup, I think we're in a, agreement on this one. We think Boston's going to win, but we believe Miami Heat is going to cover. Correct. Smack that over. Well, then you're not going to like my parlay play, are there, you? There's there's the horns who are up against it, but we got plenty of time for a parlay play. Okay, I got a three team parfecta propfecta. <laughs> I got the Los Angeles Lakers winning tonight. LeBron James over nine and a half rebounds. And then I got Anthony Davis over 24 and a half points. Okay. All three of these All are right. hidden. Put yeah. 25 on this, Andy, to win 222. 
225 for 222. I mean, I like that other than, you know, you're going to lean a little heavy towards the leg. <laughs> but I, I like a couple of those legs. Desperation maybe, mode. Maybe I could par that down. I can par down the parlay play. Uh, or you could just throw in <laughs> nuggets to win and you'd there be you all right. There we go. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying the smooth, easy-drinking Ale Storm, the official beer of Omaha's AAA baseball team, crafted with Pilsner malt and Sterling hops, making it the perfect summer baseball beer. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. WTL. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for a Mr. Ron, first name Mo. Mo, Ron? Poor Ron, let's do it. Little puke. WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Gibran. The Parlay Pound. You got it. You got it. We're back. <laughs> and uh, your parlays in this segment, they're going to be more trifecta, <laughs> you know, quad fact. You know, all the fun things that go with horse yeah. race betting because it is time for the 2023 Preakness Stakes yeah. at Pimlico Race Course. Eight horses are going to be taking the field with Mage listed at the number three slot. Yep. And, of course, Mage is the favorite as everyone's riding that possible triple crown winner For sure. high. But there's a lot of things going on here. Bob Affert's back in the picture. He's back He's in back. the picture, He's Andy. out of jail. He's out of the doghouse. <laughs> and this is going to be his first... Uh, for since like 2021, yes, yep. that's his first since uh, the Kentucky Derby of 2021, and he got in a little trouble there with some oh drug test, not his test, the horse, the horse test. I mean, how's that his fault if his horses aren't drugs? He didn't know. I don't think he knew at all. <laughs> I, I'm on his side. Yeah, yeah, he still claims that he's. But anyhow, Bob Baffert's back, and he is a seven-time winner. He's got a horse in the race. You know he does. I'm sure we'll be talking about him. Jerron, what are your first overall thoughts? Yeah. I mean, let's just run down them, Andy. In position one, National Treasure at a plus 400. Mm -hmm. Position two, Chase the Chaos at plus 5,000. Like you said, position three is Mage with plus 160. Yeah. Position four, Coffee with Chris, plus 2,000. Five, Red Route One at plus 1,000. Position six, Perform at plus 1,500. And position Mm -hmm. seven, Blazing Sevens. Lucky number uh, like, seven like right there sevens. Uh, at plus 600. And then rounding out position eight, first mission at plus 250. The, you know, kind of backseater to yeah. Mage right now as the overall favorite there. So uh, right now, you know, many are going to gravitate towards Mage, like yeah, you yeah, said. Of course, of course. You know, yep. with given his performance at the Kentucky Derby, how couldn't you do that? Mm-hmm. But, however, Andy... First However. mission at plus two fifty <laughs> provides the most value yeah. among the favorites yeah. and has a similarly solid pedigree. Right. F- first mi- first mission has a similar speed to Mage. Uh, the Colt won two of its first three races while finishing second in its only lone defeat. Mm-hmm. It might not be the most experienced horse, but it it obviously has shown that it can win. And 
uh, you know, first mission has a good enough speed to run out yeah. to a lead and good closing speed as well. So I really like first mission, especially yeah. with the the extra the extra value of plus two fifty. But yeah. you know, that being said, mage plus one sixty certainly wouldn't be a bad alternative no. for those not sold on first mission. So that's my first initial thought, Andy. Yeah, I like first mission too. I'm looking at five to two odds here. You know, similar to what you what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, and and whether it was first mission, national treasure, blazing sevens. They all opened up at 12 to 1, 10 to 1, 15 to 1. Yeah. And then after that initial wave of bets came in, then then they all kind of closed the gap there on Mage. And that's to be expected. No I doubt. really like Blazing Sevens. There you go. Getting 6 to 1. Uh, wish I would have got in a little earlier when it was 15 to 1, then 12 to 1. <laughs> I just got to get on my horse. You got to get on your I horse. I got to get on my horse. <laughs> I agree. But I still like Blazing Sevens. Uh, number seven there with the six to one odds. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It, for me, it's more of a, I just like the name. Mel Brooks, you know, Blazing Saddles, Blazing Sevens. Lucky number seven's my number. Position seven. <laughs> Position seven. I mean, I'm getting really Too deep much here. stuff is stacking up. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Blazing Sevens obviously is a very good pick right here. He's at a plus 600 on my book right now, so mm-hmm. that is still very good odds. And obviously on the top echelon of the racehorses here, at least in the top 50% of them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Bladen 7 is definitely not a bad pick either, especially with that added value. Yeah, and uh, he's he's another one that he was down, he was buried, you know, yeah. when that first came out. And then uh, once the, I would say the sharp money started to flex a little bit. For sure. Uh, that's when you started to see uh, Mage and his overall favorite uh, kind of lose ground to the rest of the field there. And no one was really talking about Mage all that much mm-hmm. until they won the Derby. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, you win the Derby, but the Preakness is a different race. It is. It's longer, um, and it takes a special kind of horse to win both of these races. I'm not saying Mage isn't that. Um, and, obviously, uh, I think you should be the favorite if you did win the Derby. Uh, unless I mean, it's not always the case. Yeah. Uh, uh, but one thing I do is. have to correct you on, Andy, is the Preakness Stakes is the shortest of the Triple Crown races at – one mile and three sixteenths miles. So, uh, so this race will favor a horse that starts well and have good speed more than others. Stamina is still important, obviously, All right. but there is simply less time to make up for a bad start than there is at the Kentucky Derby. Are you kidding? I always thought it was a uh, one mile, mile and a half, <laughs> n- then longer. No, I, I thought it got the, longer. The Preakness every is the shortest of the Triple Crown. Really? Races. So this Correct. is the speedster one. Jeez, I, I always thought the Kentucky Derby was the. <laughs> Uh, was you would think one. that with it being first and everything, but no, it is the Preakness Stakes as the shortest of the three races. All right, so this is a sprinter's type of race. Well, and then Mage, you're saying Mage likes to come from behind, kind of stock yeah. uh, the lead horse. Might run out of time. Got to make that move a little quicker then. It's exactly. But on the bright side, fewer horses will run in the Preakness than the Derby. Mm-hmm. As such, betters won't have you know to worry as much as you know their, their horse being boxed in or boxed out like you said, Andy. Right. There's not as many horses there's only eight horses running here so still it's best to target a horses that you know start well and have a good kick on the back stretch you know in the race yeah, yeah. to 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 win here so uh you know those are the traits that you're trying to identify mm-hmm. for the preakness winner well i brought him up earlier bob baffert's back in it and he is training national treasure and national treasure has been skyrocketing up 
yeah. uh, the ranks here. I mean, you're looking at some four to one odds now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too shabby. And I already mentioned he's a seven time winner at the Preakness. <laughs> yeah. Knows how to get his done. And you better believe it, the revenge factor is going to be weighing in heavy on the man with the silver hair and the big shades. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right, Andy. And a whole bunch of money is just going to go on him for this reason, <laughs> just because of who owns him, who yeah, brought yeah. him up, his lineage, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really like that. Um, that being said, I'm going to go back to First Mission, Andy. He is the son of a Kentucky Derby winner, Street Sense, if you remember that name from back in the day. Whoa. So well, the lineage sense. is there for First Mission as well. Obviously, uh, you know, National uh, Treasure obviously has that as well being brought up on that farm. Yep. Uh, and he's rocking the number one. Maybe that's a little, uh, I don't know, a good omen for Bob Baffert. I don't know yeah. if there's something behind that or not. Uh, are you going to be uh, getting a little wild with it? You got any trifectas? Well, I do got trifectas. one sleeper pick Exactus. that is way back. In the, way back. If you're looking for a sleeper pick in okay. the Preakness, Red Route 1 at a plus <laughs> 1,000, I think looks like the most appealing value yeah, yeah. pick for betters to target. Route Route Red Route 1 is an experienced racehorse who has run nine races during his career. He has produced two first-place finishes, two second-place finishes, and a third-place finish, displaying good closing speed in those events. So if you're looking for a sleeper, if you're looking mm-hmm. to cash in on the big on the big value bet, Red Route 1 at plus 1,000, I believe, is that best value bet, the best sleeper. Uh, in in the field, you know, you might be onto something because you're not the first guy that I've heard from uh, today saying Red Route One. There you go. Uh, so maybe 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 you're listening to some of the podcasts, <laughs> reading some of the articles I've been reading here. Yeah, with the Red Route One talk, and as you mentioned, this is this is a sprint. Um, yeah, the Belmont's the long one. Yes. Um. So. Uh, Less time for less time for the shenanigans, right? In in horse racing here, and, and what what's going to kind of go, uh, you know, one tidbit I want to throw out there is position uh, post position Preakness winners the most ever is at position six with sixteen winners. Now mm-hmm. perform is at a plus fifteen hundred, so that yeah, yeah. everybody's kind of yeah. throwing that out the out the window or whatever. But yeah, uh, so literally it's it's you know. 15 to 1 1, 2, and 3 all have 12 Preakness winners, all of them. So it really doesn't matter what position you're in here. You have a chance. Pick your favorite horse. Don't let post position scare you is all I'm trying to get out. Right. Well, so your overall favorite is first mission, right? Correct. I, I would have to agree with you. Then I'm thinking mage. Um, are, are you looking at any of those trifecta type deals? Or are you just doing straight bets? Yeah, you know what? The trifecta is so hard to hit, Andy. Like, I'm just trying to pick so one you're not horse. Doing a superfecta then? Yeah, definitely not doing it. Like, <laughs> you know, that's fun stuff to do while yeah, you're yeah. at the when you're at the racetrack and stuff, and you yeah. can throw a five dollar bet on three yeah, yeah. to get really yep. good odds and stuff. If I had to do a trifecta, Andy, it would have to be uh First mission one, mage two, national treasure coming in third. So that is my trifecta. I don't have odds for you right now, but 
that is what it would be. I'm going National Treasure, First Mission, and Blazing Sevens. That's my, tri- that's my trifecta. There, there you, you go. go. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit Stock and Rod, all one word, S-T-O-C-K-A-N-D-R-O-D.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is W. T-L. W-T-L. Bald, a juvenile delinquent in the offseason in his major league debut. And the wind up in his first offering. Just a bit outside. W-T-L. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. And you know we got to finish strong. Yeah. And it's we're getting into the summer here. We got to talk baseball. The dog days of summer. Yeah, we got to talk futures. We're going to talk about some teams that are making some noise. Yeah. and, you know, we're having a lot of fun with it, and a lot of people are pouring in money, especially on those daily bets. For sure. we got to get in on the action. We are Where's the Line? Where's the Line? Let's start with the American AL East. Yeah. Man, so much noise, so many good teams. The Rays lead the division right now. I don't think anyone's overly surprised. Even no. during our preview show yeah. uh, during the opening day, we are saying, look, don't sleep on Tampa Bay. Don't sleep on the Rays. They are sitting there at 32-12, and 12, a 727 winning percentage. 19 and 3 at home. Yeah. Unbelievable. But even more unbelievable than that, who's in second place? Yeah, the Baltimore Orioles, Andy, like you said. <laughs> but what I really want to, like, everybody thought Baltimore would be one of the worst teams in baseball. Yeah, yeah. But this AL East is just so crazy, Andy. The last place team, the Boston Red Sox, right now would be tied for first place in the American League Central, tied with the Minnesota Twins at a 24-20 record. That is unheard of to have the last place team in your division to be four games above 500. Just to let you know, check out the division just by itself. The AL East is way above everybody else. 93-48. and That's a 660 winning percentage. Wow. The the second closest, Andy, is the NL West with a 69-64 and record. Just five games over 500. The AL East are world beaters. They're going to have uh, and with the the way I, I kind of wanted to shape this, Andy, is with the new format of the playoffs, Andy, mm-hmm. that expanded. You know, one of the more contra- you know uh, consequential rule changes this year is expanded the playoff system, which will now feature twelve teams, six from each leagues instead of just ten in years past. Yeah, so yeah. you will have the three division winners from the AAL and NL, and yep. then three wild cards from each uh, each yep. league as well. So yep. the way that it's you know, sitting right now. See four easily. Obviously, the Rays are you know winning the division. Mm-hmm. But you look at that wild card race: Baltimore Orioles plus four yep. games, Toronto Blue Jays plus one, and then the New York Yankees are sitting right there. So that that is crazy that they could get four teams in the playoffs, Andy. In one division. The Yankees are five games above 500, 25 and 20. <laughs> yeah. And they're seven and a half games back 
in the division. In the There's division. seven and a half games back in the division. And like we said last week, it's not early anymore. I mean, you're starting to see uh, these schedules kind of pile up. We're at 55, 50 games in. Yeah. Uh, 45 games uh, into the season here. So, like, it, it, this, it, these are the teams. It's taking shape. This is how it's going to be. These are the yeah. rotations that, you know, are going to be there for the majority of the year. I'm sitting there looking at the Yankees right now to make the playoffs as a minus 270. To not make the playoffs is a plus Two twenty. I mean, obviously, yeah. you got to think that the Yankees, yeah, are going to be at the top of the division mm-hmm. at the end here, probably behind the Rays. But I do believe that they get past the Blue Jays in the Orioles. A kind of a a weird yeah. bet right now, yeah. Andy. Uh, you know, for the Baltimore Orioles, it's a plus money bet for them to make the playoffs right now. They're in second place, and it's a plus 30 bet for them to make the playoffs. That means that people do not think that this is going to happen. It's a minus 155 bet to yeah. not make the playoffs. So uh, that those are two of the bets I really wanted to talk about with the American League that nobody still believes in the Baltimore Orioles mm-hmm. and, that, and that people are really still hammering the Yankees because they're the Yankees. Yeah, well, and uh, they are the Yankees, and you know I don't even need a crystal ball to see what's going to happen here to your Twins. Yeah, they're going to get squared up with the Yankees in round one. The yes, that's how this. That's how this. <laughs> is, that's what's going to happen. Uh, and oh my God, I feel so bad for the Twins because for whatever reasons you just can't beat the damn Yankees. You can't, we can't win a playoff game, and it's because we get we get matched up with the Yankees every time. But no, the Yankees are going to come in with a wild card spot, having to play the last division winner. And that yeah. will be the Minnesota Twins. So, yeah, it, it, uh, the crystal ball here is not looking good for the Minnesota Twins, even though that they're probably <laughs> going to win their division. They're looking good. They're, they're going to have to good. play one of these AL East teams in a wild card yeah. weekend matchup. What, but what is good, Andy, is that the wild card now is not just a one game, you're oh, done. Yeah, yeah. So it is a three game mm-hmm. series, which is a, just a lot better for baseball in yeah. general. It's not you can throw out your best pitcher and then bring yeah. your next best pitcher. And then your next best pitcher in one game. Right. You have to do it strategically. Yep. There could be three games, so you got to play your ace, but you got to have somebody in game two and think- game three to pick up the slack if you do not win that game. So I really like the format that's going. Yeah, I do. It's more true baseball. It's more true baseball yeah, because that one game wild card. I can't tell you how many heartbreaks I had with the Twins. Uh, just you're talking make, to an just, Oakland Athletics fan. Exactly. I mean, I yeah. get it. I, yeah, yes. I think the last time that that I felt good about Oakland getting into the playoffs, yeah. and they and they had to win that one game. <laughs> they had to. They started with their closer. Right. I mean, it was unbelievable because they were like, well, how do we do this? <laughs> how do we do this? We don't know. Yeah, it was un- what a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, um, and then the, that AL Central, you touched on it. We think the Twins are going to win it. Not enough. The next best team is yeah. Detroit, three and a half games back, and they're three games under. Three games under five hundred. <laughs> yeah, Andy. The AL Central is the worst division <laughs> in baseball. On. It's lo- it's looking really bad. But uh yeah, the Minnesota Twins are the only team in this division with a plus run differential right now at a plus 42. <laughs> the next best is, like you said, the Detroit Tigers with a minus 48 run differential. Wow, what is that going is so on? bad. And like we we said last week, Kansas City Royals, they're just playing for that park downtown. They just they just want to move. They have 14 wins, 31 losses. Those are going to keep stacking up. So To your point, team futures overall to be the World Series champions. Yeah. Okay, Atlanta Braves are in the top spot there. Deservedly so at plus 500. But you got the Rays right behind them at Plus six hundred. Sure. You have three teams out of the AL East 
ahead of the Twins. No doubt. Uh, you have the Yankees, Blue Jays, and, of course, the Tampa Bay Raves, all listed with better odds than the Twins at plus 1,414 to 1. For sure. Just to kind of and, and that's that And that's AL just use. the way you got to look at it right now. The, the Yeah, the Minnesota Twins are— they're slated as one of the easiest yeah. schedules in baseball, obviously playing a lot of the central, but yeah. uh, not as much anymore with the way that you know the new schedule shakes out. Right. You have to play every team yeah. at least once. So it, it, it is really You're picking up some wins against it, my Oakland Athletics. Exactly. You know, that's what's going on here. <laughs> it's the it's really yeah. fun to see that AL East really play against every other division and still come up with that oh. that kind of uh win percentage. So beating the crud that, out of them. That is that is pretty crazy. Hey, Shoot. my, my yep. Oakland Athletics have won ten games now. Boom. So there we go. Yeah. They are 10 and 35 at the time of this recording. I feel so good about it. Only 17 games back. (laughs) And then what, here in a year or two, I think next year we're going to play ball at the AAA affiliate in Las Vegas. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) They're pulling way better numbers attendance-wise than the home crowds in Oakland. It's it's just such a sad, sad situation there. Do we want to move on to the National League? Yeah, let's just touch on a couple teams that I want to talk about, Andy, and that would be First up, the San Diego Padres. Now, well, they're kind of back in the pack right now in that, you know, star-studded NL West with the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Giants, sitting in fourth place with a 20-24 and record. Obviously, this team is underperforming. With the amount of swag and yeah. you know, or two and eight their last ten, two and eight have. last ten. Look at the you know, yeah. So you, if you you know if you look past the division, Andy, and head into that wild card that like we were talking about, they are only two and a half games back of that wild card. So yep. everybody needs yep. to get out of the well. The Dodgers are ten games up on them. That doesn't matter per Not se. Not as much. Not, Not as, as much, much anymore. Yep. So. Where I'm looking, Andy, with the uh, the future bettings to for them to make the playoffs is at a minus two fifteen. So a lot of people are they still, still want it. them yep. to make the playoffs or yep. think that they're a shoe in. For people that think that they are kind of you know they're over a half it and game stuff. behind the Giants, and there was talking trash on the Giants, and they're not exactly. impressing anybody. No, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> know, the, the San Diego Padres not to make the playoffs is at a plus one eighty right now. That's and I bet. think it's a pretty good bet. I, yeah. I think it's a pretty good bet just because I think it's going to shake out a little more. They have to play the Dodgers a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I think I really don't know if I see the Padres making the playoffs this year. Something's gotten into the Diamondbacks. They're, yeah. What are they? They're three games back, but with the 25-19 <laughs> and 19 record. Correct. Pretty good. Six four last 10. Yeah. Uh, man, and yeah, the Padres are just disappointing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got their guy back. Um Tatis, Tatis, Fernando yep, Tatis yep. Jr. And, and he was on fire, hit a couple home runs right yeah. away, and yeah, they just have cooled off, and I got some of those pitchers on my fantasy team, and <laughs> what's going on? They are cooling. <laughs> uh, one do, one that I really want to throw in there, Andy, is a team that everybody is split on right now, and that is the reigning National League champion, the Phillies. Philadelphia Phillies. Yep, the Phillies. Right now, to make the playoffs, it's a split bet right down the middle at one, minus 110 bet on DraftKings. Mm. I really think that this team has what it takes to bring it home in the stretch, especially to get a wild card spot, Andy. They're fourth in the division, but I get it. They're only six and a half games back. And and they're only two games back in the wild card. Bryce Harper just got healthy. He's probably a top five player in 
Major League Baseball. Healthy enough to get in some fights. Exactly. He's, he's an MVP candidate <laughs> that they get back. He's literally the heart and soul of mm-hmm, the team. Mm-hmm. He is the heartbeat of the team. So I really see these guys making a run, maybe even at the division. But for sure, I think they will be at the top of the National League wild card. So right now at a minus 110 bet, I think it's a steal for the Philadelphia Phillies to make the playoffs. Um, and it, you, like you said, once you look twice at uh, the standings, yeah. you realize there are only a couple games back for second place in their division exactly. and third place. And that it doesn't matter as much with the way this is formatted. Exactly. Uh, the new playoffs format. It's not just a flip a coin one one, one game, game type of scenario. No, it's, it's the better team at the yep. end is still going to have the advantage, Andy, because uh you know the better record gets to host these games. Yep. But if you make it to one of these top three playoff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wild card spots, you have as good a chance as anyone of taking down that yeah. crown. So, yeah. uh, I really like the Philadelphia Phillies. I am cooling a lot on the San Diego Padres. Uh, cooling, I'm cooling, and I'm also cooling on the NL Central for sure. I think the Pirates are going to start to fade here. I think the Brewers are going to take over and flex, leaving more room for the Phillies to make a run here coming Correct. out of the the NL East. I like it. You got the Braves, the Marlins. There's the buzzer. That means we're up against it. But we got the Braves, Marlins, Mets, and Phillies all coming out of the East, looking yep. good, looking strong. Brewers in the Central, kind of like we're thinking Twins no out of the AL Central. The, the NL Central and the AL Central mirror each other. They they kind of do. Like, oh, what is <laughs> going on here? Yes. <laughs> well, you heard the horn. That means we're up against it. That'll about do it for us this week. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-Cities Radio. Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. That is growing. I don't want to say it's expanding faster than uh, the universe, but it's growing. It's getting big. It's right there. It's right there, Andy. It's right. Yeah, it's right there. (laughs) We also got those daily free picks over on TikTok. For Joe Braun, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.